Hello, and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. This episode, Chin Music with award-winning author Rick Robinson, brought to you by K-Z Window Coverings in the greater Baton Rouge area. You'll hear from K-Z Window Coverings in just a minute. Well, the Atlanta Braves are the World Series champions. They beat the Astros in six games, accurately predicted by Rick Robinson. And again, he'll join us in a minute. We're going to talk all about the Braves, the Astros, Major League Baseball, and of course, coming up the collective bargaining agreement, which expires in less than a month. So we've got a lot of hot topics for you on Chin Music today. We ask you to share this podcast, connect on social media, Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. We got a YouTube channel. And of course, I am the oldest dude on TikTok talking sports with TK. And sports betting is exploding in the USA. If you like to bet on sports, college football, NFL, NBA, college hoops, horse racing, you name it, meatandpotatoesusa.com. Check out that website, meatandpotatoesusa.com. Let's listen to a message from our good friends at K to Z window coverings in the greater Baton Rouge area. Then we'll be back. We'll be joined by Rick Robinson. It's time for Chin Music right here on Talking Sports with TK. I'm Tommy Chrysan. Stay tuned. K to Z window coverings. Looking for blinds, shades, plantation shutters, or draperies? Then call now for your free in-home consultation, 791-1220. Brandon Barton and his team have over 20 years of experience in window treatments and can get you exactly what you're looking for. K2Z offers free estimates anywhere in Baton Rouge and the surrounding area, and installation of our products is always free. Call 791-1220 or k2zblinds.com. K2Z window we continue with Talking Sports with TK. As I mentioned, this episode, Chin Music, about to be joined by Rick Robinson. And we're going to have some fun, talk some baseball, get you ready for the off-season slash hot stove league, and, of course, recap what's been going on. Rick Robinson, hello. How are you today? Tommy, I'm doing well. I tell you what, it has been a sleepy week for me because I've been staying up watching these ball games that aren't getting over till till 11 and 12 o'clock you know they they need to they need to consider that part of their base is getting older and would like to go to bed by 10 30. <laughs> well for the first time since 1995 the Atlanta Braves are the World Series champions uh, lots of storylines lots of things to get into you accurately prior to the series picked the Braves to win in six games I had suggested Astros in seven obviously I was wrong you hit the nail on the head and the Braves are the world champ. I'll let you start with some of your thoughts. Well, you know what I, you know what I saw during the playoffs that suddenly got my attention for the Braves is the Braves came into the World Series as with the worst, the absolute worst road record of any of the teams in the playoffs. So when we first started talking playoffs, I have to say I was the one that said the Braves don't have a chance because they can't. They, they they seem to have problems winning on the road. But as they started advancing in the playoffs, they advanced in the playoffs by doing exactly what they had not done well during the regular season, and that was winning on the road. And so when I said uh, the Atlanta Braves in six, I thought they would win the home games, but I also thought that they would go to Houston in the first two in somewhere along the way and pull one out. 
And so they they end up with their with the Braves in six, as I predicted, with a road victory in the process. Well, and it's been since 2013 where a team clinched the World Series on their home field. So uh, that streak continues. But, hey, what a story about the Braves. You know, back in July, they lose arguably their best player in Acuna. Uh, August 6th, they're under 500. Uh, they bring some people in, including the World Series MVP, Jorge Solar, who was hitting 191 when the Royals sent him to Atlanta. Now he's a World Series champion and an MVP. You always credit the front office for making moves that help teams down the stretch and into the playoffs. Maybe even double credit to the Braves this year for basically putting a new outfield out there uh, to go out around a pretty darn good pitching staff. And they got it done, and you hit the nail on the head. You know, they went with two of their four wins were in Houston on the road uh, of the four that they won in the World Series. So, hey, it's a great story. Brian Snicker went to the University of New Orleans, played for a good friend of mine and legendary coach Ron Maestri, a lifelong Braves guy, 47 years in the organization. Now he has a World Series ring. A uh, bunch of pretty cool stories so does so Ron Johnson, who is who is who has been in how many different series and how many different teams he ends up getting a ring for the Braves as the infield coach. I mean, there's a lot of great stories with this. One of the interesting stories, I think, is the fact that Atlanta had the World Series yanked out from under them, and then they come the back All-Star and, or the All Star game, game yanked out from under them, and then come back and win the World Series. I think that was uh, interesting, and I love, by the way, the tribute to to the Hammer, Hammer, Hammer and Hank Aaron that they had beginning the first game. I think it was wonderful the tribute that they did to Hank Aaron. The well, other thing a lot I found of great interest, Tommy, and, and I'm going to ask you as a pitcher what you, what you thought of what happened. Both teams really had a weird way of going about bringing pitchers in and out of the game, starting a reliever, Pulling somebody somebody through 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 six with a no no, going going the ver- the various things that happened on the pitching side, you know I I kind of was watching it was thinking somewhere in the you know somewhere in heaven Sparky Anderson was smiling, you know that Doctor Hook, who would go out and pull anybody he'd pull people in the middle of a count, and you know just watching uh, the the way that the pitching was pulled and moved and done in this process it was it was something different that we haven't seen in a while what say you former pitcher Tommy Chrysan well I think these teams are saying hey we got to get 27 outs we're paying lots of guys lots of money there's more pitchers on every team than any other position and it's all about winning the game you know the days of complete games and going seven eight innings are, are extremely rare now that's the landscape of of how baseball games are pitched. I believe the Tampa Bay Rays started a few years ago with quote unquote, the opener guy would throw the first in and try to flip the other team's lineup, go from right to left or left to right. And it's just different now. But when you got the quality players in the bullpen, they're both the Braves and Astros had and, and other teams. Again, it's about getting 27 outs. It's about winning the game and doing it at the right time. And and when you get to the World Series, you're playing against a team that's red hot. They've advanced to the World Series. They got to be playing good baseball. They don't just you don't just get invited to the World Series. You earn your way there. So while I'm you know, I'd love to see a complete game or a guy working into the seventh or eighth inning, 
Uh, I understand that, that it's the new version of baseball, if you will, with openers or you get me to the five or six innings, and then I got a list of guys that are going to come out of the bullpen and, uh, th- you know, throw all they need to throw for an inning. And, that, that would be an advantage. I was always a starting pitcher, relieved very few times. But if you're a relief pitcher and as I've coached kids, you say, hey, I just need you to give me three outs. You know, that that's a different mindset than, okay, you know, keep us in the game. You, you might, you know, who knows how long you'll be out here. You know, so I think that is a mindset that if you, you know, if you come on the mound for the Braves or the Astros and you know, hey, I got to get the seventh in and I got to get three outs, keep them off the scoreboard. I'm not saying it's easy to do, but it's a different mentality than, all right, here's the ball and hope you do well. You know, you you have you can you know the finish line, you know the ending point, and you know I, I think that can be an advantage to a pitcher. You know, pitchers inherently have an advantage because they know the pitch they're going to throw, the batter doesn't. But when you're going against major league hitters who are the best hitters in the world, it can be tough. I'm okay with the way everything happens, even though I'm old school. And I'm as big of a baseball enthusiast as anybody uh, listening or anybody you know out there. I get it. But the bottom line is win games and the Braves, due to their pitching staff, all of them in large part, that's the reason, one of the main reasons they're the world champions. I read one of the great quotes, I think, from this World Series and – how you and I look at baseball and starting pitching and we how we get upset that nobody goes 200 innings anymore. And somebody wrote today that we all want be, we want baseball to be the same as it was at the point in time that we fell in love with it. For us, that would be in our teenage years when you right. had guys like Mickey Lolich went out and pitched three complete games victories in the World Series for the Detroit Tigers. And that was such a profound statement, I thought, because the fact of the matter is, just like you're saying, it's it's about 20. In the end, no matter whether you go to the complete game or whether you have five pitchers in, it all comes down to 27 outs. Yeah, and, and you know, that that's it. I, I like that uh what you said about we want it to be like it was when we fell in love with it. Well, when I fell in love with the game, the DH was brand new or maybe not even started yet. And now, of course, it may But you fell in love with it when Babe Ruth was a rookie. So, I mean, (laughs) you've got some years on you. So... Yeah, no, no, I, I, I you still, I you still got that Honus Wagner, you still got that Honus Wagner card that you got from him autographed. So, you know, I mean, don't don't go into that. I fell in love with uh, Palmer, Cuellar, McAnally, and Dobson. How about that? The last four 20-game winners on one team. (laughs) I'm a big red machine guy myself, as you know. So, hey, with all this going, what's the – okay, we have a World Series. They're starting to name all the – they're going to start naming all the winners of all the awards. We'll go over that next week likely. But the big question is, are we going to have to have a special – hot stove edition for the fact that there may not be a hot stove this year? Well, here it is. The collective bargaining agreement expires December 1. That's less than one month from today. And if an agreement is not made between the Players Association and the owners, and there's a long list of things working through, including the DH, that they put it in both leagues, uh, management of time served after the Cubs kind of messed over Chris Bryant, uh, there's a lot of things here. 
And nothing makes things happen more than a deadline, which is December 1. But there's a there's a lot of the people who follow it very closely that said there's going to be a work stoppage. Now, it's too early to tell whether that would affect spring training, which, by the way, is 148 days away, or if it would affect the start of next season. It's too early to make any kind of call on that. But we do know that once we get to December 1, December 2, there could be a work stoppage for the first time in over 25 years in Major League Baseball. And I think coming off of everything that has been happening so well, with the exception of Joe Buck being on television, everything else that is happening so well, a stoppage would be absolutely disastrous for baseball. Yeah, so, I mean, hopefully the powers that be, they, they get it all agreed to, get it done. And, uh, you know, if you, if you got to go a day or two or three after the deadline to get it done, that's no big deal. But you got to get it done. Okay, and that's very important because, you know, baseball, you know, is kind of back on the rise this year with fans in the stands and a lot of great stories league wide. You don't need to lose a little bit of momentum that has been gained. So we'll see. But, Rick, you're right. All the awards are going to start flying out. We'll get another episode of Chin Music going in the next week or two to kind of talk about all of that. But the Braves are the World Series champions. I think it's pretty cool. And uh, lots to happen in the offseason. You know, Freddie Freeman's a free agent. On the other side with the Astros, Carlos Correa's a free agent. Dusty Baker's not under contract going forward. So there's going to be plenty to talk about, and we here on the uh, podcast Chin Music are going to be happy to do that. That's going to be fun. We'll take a look at it. We'll see We'll see if our if our hot stove league is has uh, rather uh, – uh, uh, Unburst we'll heats in it as we go as we go later later in the year. We'll see if it heats up or if it's uh you know if it's uh, inactive. We'll, we'll find all that out. Rick, you have a great rest of the day. We tip our hat to the Braves, who are the World Series champions, and and uh, we'll have more chin music for you in the coming weeks. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.